popcorn junkies, yay! Hey! Hey, yay! So, um, we're here to review Cruella. Cruella, the who would have thought? The new film that's being simulcast at the cinema and on Disney+. Plus. So, the first thing I'm going to say, before we say anything about this film, is go and see it at the cinema. Yes. Disney still get their money, so it's not a problem for Disney. Yes. Uh, but the theatres, cinemas keep going. And I have to confess, you know, any visuals, regardless of what you think of the film, are that much better when they're writ large. In the dark. Screen, in the dark, with complete strangers. Yeah. Annoying the pants off you, which yeah. they were today. Yeah. Um, so this is Cruella. It's the new film from Disney. It's essentially Cruella de Vil's uh, origin story. Yes. The wonderfully malevolent character from 101 Dalmatians, which I have to confess was um, one of the characters that really stuck with me as a child. She really scared me. Really? She really scared me. Would that have been Glenn Close playing her? I can't no, remember. No, when I was a child, it was an animated film. Oh, an animated film, yeah, the yes, original, of course. the original Disney Oh, film. my goodness. So tell us, the, the genesis of the story itself is from who? Dodie, Dodie Smith. Right. 101 Dalmatians, yeah. the first book. And, um, is it considered a great work of literary merit? It's considered a, enough. Dodie Smith herself was a good writer. Oh, right, okay, but cool. then it's considered a, enough of a classic to certainly get... Yeah. That's why I asked if she would have got the money for it. Yeah, cause... we're asking that question because my mum's a librarian or was a librarian. <laughs> Sorry. And it's always interesting. <laughs> okay, so this is Cruella. It stars Emma Stone as the um, eponymous hero, heroine, mm -hmm. uh, who is also starring opposite Emma Thompson. It also features Mark Strong... Uh, and it also has uh, Paul Walter Hauser and Joel Fry as the sort of, you know, the two sort of down at heel kind of Which helpers. is which? Uh, Paul Walter Hauser as the larger chap. Oh, the, yeah, OK, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's directed, interestingly, by Craig Gillespie, who we, yeah, I can see why Paul Walter Hauser was cast, uh, because um, he directed I, Tonya. Um <sighs> Oh. And if you think about that, there's there's quite a few similarities there. The, you sort of malevolent females sort of fighting it out between themselves, a mother daughter situation. I suppose okay, okay. I didn't know it was the origin story. I what don't know what I thought it was. I don't know. I just thought it was a caper. Oh, um, without it being sort of specifically oh, right. about how she. So you weren't thinking in terms of how no. it in. No. I mean, to I... the point where, as I said to you, and I feel mm. I feel a bit bad about confessing this, right. is that. Um, when the when the Dalmatians come on, right. I thought, why are they Dalmatians? But uh, right. I hadn't gone that far. And we're going to do something slightly different on this on Ooh. this review. Yeah, we're going to do something slightly different. Right. I'm, going to, I'm going to share with you some of the headline thoughts from some of our major reviewers in this country. Uh, right. The Guardian have described it as extremely entertaining, um, but the Times called it messy, flabby, and confused. BBC Culture said this is there's something hollow at the film centre and that it has a lukewarm style over substance with a narrative that's not as bold as its design. So I'm just going to leave those thoughts percolating through your head. Okay. When I saw the trailer, let's, let's do anticipation. Did you see the trailer? I saw the trailer in the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Ah, well, me and Maddie were really smitten with the idea that this might be a sort of female version of Joker, but I thought we were going to get down and dirty and really grimy. Yeah. I thought, yes, 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 maybe not as intense as right. the Joker, but yes. Were um, you looking forward to it? I mean, because I'd have thought for you this is a stroll through. It's set within 60s, swinging 60s, Well, it's so London. much set then, and the soundtrack mm. was pure my soundtrack. Yeah. Every record that they played was me. I love Emma Stone. Yeah. Actually, I think it was Emma Stone that Emma Stone swung, is a big pull, isn't she? I'm an enormous Emma Stone fan. I was trying to think, though, what the last thing I saw her in was, and it was the favourite. Oh, the favourite. Well, La La Land is an obvious one, but the favourite, she was very good in the favourite. She was. Yeah, she was very, I mean, it was a very strong cast of women. I was a big fan of Emma Stone since Birdman. 
Oh gosh, yes. She had that standout monologue. Yeah, she was yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So I was up for this. I was up for this. And then the trailer off that Emma Thompson looked really good. Um, mm -hmm. How did you think it started? What were you, how, how did you settle in? Yeah, I'm always very slightly nervous when you're, you're with the children and the children are acting their socks off, in this case, children and dogs. Yes, it's, it's a kind of regular trope, isn't it? That you have the first, they do this 10 minute, 15 minute sort of prologue. Yeah. Which is child actors' moments, isn't it? It in the, is. In every country, well, certainly in this country. It's the 15 minutes in a film where all the child actors in the UK are all you know, desperately auditioning. I was just going to yes, say. All thinking, this is it. This is my moment. I can be the young Cruella. No, I was quite willing to go with it, you know. So how it starts she... with a guy out loud moment yes doesn't it you mean where she's is this a spoiler well it happens very early at the beginning of the yeah. film we will put spoiler alerts up so there is a spoiler coming so please don't be cross you mean where her mother is thrown over the balcony where emma stone so cruella who at this point is called estella estella so we establish that she's called estella but we also Sorry, establish that she has a sort of second personality which is her naughty self which is cruella mm -hmm. and a sort of jekyll and hyde kind of thing i think they're again sort of really driven home by the kind of duotone black white yeah. yin yang yes. two yeah. halves of the same hole and all that malarkey. yeah but it was all very it's all very neat it's very neat stylistically mm -hmm. um so yeah cruella's mum is essentially chased off a cliff edge by Dalmatians. By CGI, very heavily CGI Dalmatians. Oh, the CGI the Dalmatians sorry, was but diabolical. I oh, know. I mean, if if the other dogs were CGI, and I'm sure they were, they're not. They weren't as obvious as no, the no, Dalmatians. No, no, no. They were. They were. They were very well. Slavering, CGI. slavering, slavering. Yeah, also, their mouths were a bit sort of. Their heads were a bit truncated. Everything, even their bodies. Were, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't quite work. I don't know. No. I don't know. Sorry. And also, you made a very Dalmatians. valid point that Dalmatians aren't aggressive animals. No, they're the least aggressive. That's why they used to run along by. So we have this sort of origin story. So, so uh, the young Emma, the young Cruella's mum, hurled off a cliff, and really, it then becomes about the young Cruella, kind of you know, rags to riches. She's now an orphan, orphanette, and uh, she's got to kind of clamber in the ranks of, and she wants to work in liberty. Though she's meets these two um, homeless boys mm -hmm. who grow up into the characters that will be alongside her for the rest of. Very Eternity. much sort of Oliver Twistish, wasn't it? Very like Oliver you know, Twisty. they come and and they talk. Uh, they seem to have Cockney accents at that point. Yeah, I don't Jasper know, and Horace. Yeah, they, and they yeah. come and sit round the fountain. It was all set in Regent's Park, yeah, wasn't I, it? Yeah, and I felt at that point that the auditioning of British kids had reached its peak had gone in this film already, <laughs> didn't you? Had gone a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely. Of, it was a bit of awkward moments around the fountain. Yeah. Bit, don't oh, forget God. though, before her mother went over the cliff at the yes. very beginning, there is a jewel. There is because a the whole of the rest of the film almost rests Pivots on the around necklace. bloody necklace. I mean, very soon, let's let's cut on to a the bit, chase. is that we meet who I think, and I think a few of us thought who went to see it, was the star of the show, who is Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, who's the Baroness, basically this incredibly influential fashion designer, head of a fashion house on Covent Garden, uh, next to Liberty, comes swanning into Liberty, where Cruella has managed to get a job illegally, essentially, yeah. or, or, you know, get by breaking the rules. Yeah. Uh, because her and her two mates, Horace and, who are they? Horace and Jasper. Yeah. Have, have got a trade in kind of breaking into places, pickpocketing and all that kind of stuff. Rags yeah. riches in the yeah. pure sense. She's, she's... Um, so she bowls in and yeah. it is a big, it's a moment. Talk to us about Emma Thompson. In this. Yeah, well, she's uh, channeling... Um, Cruella oh. de Vil. Yeah, but not just Cruella de Vil, <laughs> the one from the fashions. Oh, the Devil Wears Prada. The Devil, which is channeling Meryl Streep yes. to the nth degree. Yeah. And, and she brings it off amazingly. Mm. I mean, every shot of her is stunning, isn't it? Costume-wise, yeah. face-wise, 
dis I mean, her lines are brilliant because they're all so disparaging and she delivers them absolutely perfectly. Yeah, I mean, I would say that this film, all the evil in this film sits in Emma Thompson's character. In I mean, her, obviously yeah. it starts to bubble up in Cruella. But it, I have to say, I mean, Emma Thompson, for mm. me, quite quickly became the guilty pleasure in this. I was, yeah. I was waiting for her to come on screen all the time. It's about Cruella coming to terms with trying to become, establishing herself as a fashion designer. Uh, she then discovers that maybe something very sort of untoward happened to what, who was her mother mm. uh, and, and what conditions did those happen in. And essentially it ends up sort of pitting Cruella against the Baroness played by Emma Thompson and they become arch enemies though the Baroness doesn't necessarily know that Cruella, Estella is Cruella because Estella is now working for the Baroness and it, at night, Estella turns into Cruella and turns up at all these parties. You've explained why it was didn't work. <laughs> oh, I see. Right, OK. Why didn't it work? Well, I don't know, but A, there was too much and it wasn't told that quickly. If it had been told that quickly, it wouldn't have it been was, as bad. Uh, the first thing I have to say was you could have lopped off. It's 134 minutes. That's two hours, 15 minutes. Yeah. If you lopped off 15 minutes, I'd say it was still 15 minutes too long, which basically means 50 plus 15 it's chopped 30 minutes off yeah, and it would be a yeah. much better film. Yeah. I mean, I thought um, I was fully sort of into it at the yeah. beginning. And especially when she got to Liberties, because she goes to Liberties. It's quite a film, no, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then she goes through the whole Liberty experience. Yeah. And Liberty is held up as a huge sort yeah. of thing for her to Did get. Did you like all the nostalgia, though, there? Yes. Were and you taken back to the 60s? Did it, did it well, wrong? not so much my 60s, because mm. obviously I was Mary Quant rather than right. whoever oh, she I was see. supposed to be. Right, okay. Was the painting of era, was it real? That was, was good? really good. And the use of the music was absolutely my era. And, right. and the fact that they didn't have to sort of try and make Liberties look old because it, well, it's there, isn't it? I mean, I told Kiki it was still there. Yeah. She didn't believe me. I mean, the soundtrack in this film has to be given a special mention. I mean, you've got things like Nina Simone's Feeling Good, Super Trance, Bloody Well Right, Queen's Stone Cold. Old crazy blondies one way or another the doors five to one well, yellows living thing and it clashes should i stay or should i i mean every single big anthem for mm. this was there but one on top of the other but mm. just on the music point mm. on, on many levels music in a film like this this sort of music is a huge strength and it does it for me it was the it was the oil passing through the engine yeah keeping this going and i felt a little bit like and you'll understand why when we sum up i felt a little like in post-production they thought we need to really hammer the music in here up. to keep this going yeah because it, it i'd say by about 50 minutes in it was all getting a bit samey yes we were having more cruellas turning up to more balls or fashion shows more emma thompson asking for more dresses from estella mm -hmm. more balls with her turning up and so it kind of became a bit laboured, I It thought, really did. And once you got to the point where, I mean, what they had to do at the beginning, and the reason it worked better at the beginning was they had to introduce us to all her flunkies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Who were all succession, this, this sort of group of men, all ineffectual. Which, who stand around flunkies? her. Uh, Emma Thompson. Yeah, Emma yeah, Thompson. Yeah, yeah. So that of she can. Mark Strong is one. Yeah, but so top. that she can be disparaging. And she does that, and yeah. it works brilliantly. She's so good. And it works for far longer than you could. You can honestly well, think it could. Right it, to the end, she think. does, doesn't she? she? Does, yeah. But once once that's happened, and they still continue with the same sort of idea. I mean, I thought the production values in the sense of the costume. Yeah. Although it wasn't my sort of costume, I thought it was stunningly it was done, stunningly. Yeah. And the camera was one of the cameras that goes round and round and round and round, yeah. and it looked amazing. But after about the third business of going round and round and round, you started to think, all right, I've got it, I've yeah. got it. And 
you, also, you... but the cynic in me knows that after a certain amount of moving around and around, it's no longer camera moving around, and a lot of it's happening in post production and it's CGI. Yes. And actually, you're thinking, well, like that shot ain't going to work, you know? And, no. And I'm not believing the shot. Now, look, two old fogies talking about a kids' film. Yeah. Okay, but it's a twelve certificate. I Means youngest can go in mm. i was struggling very mm. early on to know what most toddlers or even kids a bit younger than kiki would get from this what do you think they would get from it it's a difficult one that because i thought exactly the same in it mm. i thought all i can think that they'd get is the dogs which but there wasn't a lot there wasn't enough of them. there wasn't enough and i mean maybe uh, the cgi I mean, wouldn't bother them was lovely the little Wink, the little main yeah yeah, yeah. But I can't imagine what they would get from it. I can't. No, because I mean, I think because the eternal me... struggle between good and evil yes. was not happening. Well, here's here's a bigger problem. <laughs> I think, in in a way, Emma Stone. Stone. If I wonder whether quite early on in the making of this, she got on the blower to her agent and said, "Hang on a minute, guys, I'm acting opposite the best villain in the world." Yes. I can't make myself villainous. No. And I felt for her actually as an actress i thought the whole concept had, let, had given her essentially nowhere to go that's true because if she fired up the villainy she couldn't out villain villain villainify no emma thompson no that's true emma thompson was manifesting everything that was absolutely horrendous and hideous yeah about cruella de vil yeah and it dawns on you later why that is i think emma, I, I literally think emma stone in the in the script, in her characterisation, and in her performance, mm. didn't know where to take her beyond. So you're right. Even for a young audience, there wasn't enough of the there wasn't enough of the dogs. There wasn't enough of Emma. What was Emma Stone? What exactly was she? What is Cruella? Here? I think if it did anything, it slightly diminished her, her malevolence in later films or yeah, you know, yeah, of her character. Actually, yeah, that's true. Because she and also a couple of things that really annoyed me. She didn't smoke, and I think they pulled their punches on whether she actually wanted to kill. Dalmatians and use their fur because I, I I thought we were going to go there. I thought this film was going to take us there. No, 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 it didn't take us. But can any film ever take us to a place where they use Dalmatians? I don't think they can, Mark. In this, to quote the Guardian, snowflakey age. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I sort She's of thought. Long, but she, I always remember her with a great long cigarette holder. Yeah, she did, but I mean, we don't was... know for sure that there was cigarette at the end of it, do we? Do we? We just assumed. Yeah, but there was in the animation. Oh, there was in the yeah, animation. Disney can't said go back not to the animation. A cigarette in anything which is for under thirteens. I mean, I, you know, I, I, oh, I, don't know. I just really? find those sort of the, the edges, those bits. Missing. I mean, in the old, uh, surely the dogs and the villains. If you think of things like Home Alone, I mean, I'm yeah. not saying the kids of today are far more sophisticated than yeah. that. But they get their laughs and their whatever from the bumbling. Well, what did we think of the bumbling idiots? Well, they weren't given anything to do. I also think Paul Walter Hauser was struggling with not being given enough good one-liners. No, he wasn't. And and some of them you couldn't hear properly anyway. Well, he was struggling a little bit with the Cockney accent. He it, was. Maddie at one point said it sounds like when she does her Cockney beer man. Yeah. Uh, All right, mate. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's a bit of a Dalmatian thing going yeah. on. And there, were a couple, and there were moments where I felt he looked a little bit lost because he's, he's an eminently funny actor you can be yeah. great, great fun yeah, uh, yeah i didn't think joel i thought joel fry was given a bit more to do or the other one a bit more range yeah, yeah no he had he had more range altogether and and one of the, the sort of key points of this film is because emma stone's given nowhere really to be evil yeah she starts to be evil to her two partners who've been her really partners confusing for me. it really did because you started to creak under the weight of that yeah because i thought somebody said look we can't carry on like this so emma stone's <laughs> character 
who's now Cruella, has to do the whole thing of almost, of apologising to them, saying, I'm not really like this. Yeah. I'm only like this because my mother was thrown over the balcony. And, <laughs> and then she finds out, can we really give away Real everything? Spoiler alert. Real spoiler alert. That, that her real mother is... Emma Thompson. At which point you go, really? Oh, I never saw that one coming. <laughs> but at which point you go, well, Emma Thompson's infinitely more evil than Emma Stone. She character. even smokes a, yeah, without well, a cigarette. She doesn't have a cigarette. But you, you, that's how strong Emma Thompson's performance is. You would be forgiven her coming out and going, did she smoke a cigarette? She almost did. Yeah. She had all the accoutrements. And, and I mean, it really, this is well worth the cinema ticket just For to watch Emma Thompson, yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah. And I think Emma Stone, who, uh, you know, availed herself as well as she could, Maddie's biggest disappointment was that we just didn't see any of that internal struggle. And no. That's less Emma, I, I, I don't personally think that's Emma Stone's fault. I think, no, I don't either. I think they were asking the impossible of her to take a character, because as you rightly said, she had to try and stay good enough for her acolytes. Yeah. Yeah, to, to remain. And also good enough for us to care about her. Yeah. And also what they tried to do was make her little team slightly bigger by bringing in Mark Strong. I mean, Mark Strong is an eminently actor. brilliant yeah. actor who can do anything. He was given like about four lines, wasn't he? I was shocked. And then there was that curious moment where they CGI'd some hair on his head. I mean, the CGI of the he hair on his head was clearly done by the same CGI artist that did the jaws of the Dalmatian. He suddenly looked ten, didn't he? He looked odd. Well, it kind of truncated his head. <laughs> he hasn't looked like that since he was ten. <laughs> I bet he looked like I thought, God, I didn't even look like that when I had hair. No. Yeah. It was I, a I, film that was full of odd moments. And and the reason we're going on about the Emma Stone characters, we're all fans of Emma Stone. Yeah, we We've all seen absolutely. what she can do in things yeah. like The Favourite and things like Birdman. No, that we, we know she can give all sorts of... <laughs> Of yeah. different messages on her face her face is so expressive yeah. and almost to the point of you i think you made the point as we're coming out i heard you talking to maddie that something about in one of the scenes where towards the end when she's in front of the fountain and her eyes are her most expressive yeah, yeah, yeah. thing you couldn't even see her well, eyes it was very dark wasn't it, it? it was, was very, very dark, very dark. And, and i Why felt was she talking to the fountain i don't really know except that's where a... she first met no, no, the no, oliver twist the ashes in there i mean that, that was very odd i mean i felt like where I, were the ashes it looked great it looked sort of ravishing in ravishing the way that, is a good yeah, word in yeah, the way that yeah. anything about the fashion industry can be ravishing. yeah i just feel, again going back to two old fogies talking about a kids film yeah it's not really a kids film though no it's trying to aim at us and maddie and kiki's age but for sure yeah and it's the soundtrack is definitely to, aimed yeah, the at me soundtrack is absolutely even more than at, you even more than me I'm... so like old people and i mean <laughs> And I mean, Emma Thompson's people. Yeah, Emma, Emma Thompson's, Thompson's people. people. And even the fashion is is Emma like Thompson's. I think, it is. You, it's not even of, yours. Even older than. <laughs> I'm saying Emma Thompson is, but the actual sort of design is from early, early Vogue. I think it was 1950s or Strange, 1940s or something. Strange. Because I so want this to work at the box office, and I want it to work for Disney, and I want it to work for Emma and Emma. <laughs> yeah. Mark. But um, I don't know, there's something missing. I mean, it, you know? there's, there's more than just missing. I'm starting to get really angry at Okay, you. well, tell us about in your the, anger. In the sense that <laughs> having established that the Dalmatians had to be there because they were there in they the first one became... and it's based on 101 Dalmatians. You know what I'm like for things being yes. based on books. You could have made them into Dalmatians instead of grinning idiot faces which we could see were cgi from the beginning they didn't use real dalmatians and then they some... started because you can't get a dalmatian to growl if you if you kick it repeatedly but they but weirdly weirdly in this film the dalmatians become Tottenham Hotspur fans oh that bit was funny 
that bit was funny. What's going the on only there? time they could shut them up was when they were sitting in front of the TV. I thought yeah. that was the one, that was their moment of stardom. It was, it was very strange. It was very, very strange. And there were about six endings. Yeah. And, and kept sort of rolling to a halt. That's exactly what I felt, that there were a number of endings. Yes. And then somebody said, yeah. no, no, let's go on. We're all having yeah. such a great time. Everybody's loving it. Yeah. Let's carry <laughs> let's on. Let's carry on. <laughs> Laugh out loud moment in the restaurant where uh, Emma Thompson, maybe Emma Thompson came up with this. It was a bit of pure slapstick. Yeah. Waiter struggling with a bottle of champagne. Yeah. Emma said, uh, Emma Thompson's character takes it and it opens into his face. I felt for the director and the actors in this because I think what they probably all wanted to do was take it totally to the dark side. Yeah. But if you took it totally to the dark side, and I was thinking, how's Disney going to pull this off? Because you needed Emma Stone to have killed a dog. So there was that weird moment where... Baroness Emma Thompson says she's killed my dog. Yeah. And I thought she had. Oh, did you? And I was hoping, I don't mean this in a horrible way, I was no. thinking from the plot perspective, I was thinking, yeah. oh my God, she's done Well, it. she threatens that in the original, so I suppose. Well, of course, but, she, but if, if she'd gone there, yeah. that would have given it. Well, also, didn't they say at some point they couldn't say whether she had or she hadn't, so they completely yeah. fudged that as an idea. Yeah, I mean, they sh you're right, they should have, if they were going to bring it into the plot, they should yeah. have just gone for it. Well, okay, I'm going to give you what Kiki and Maddie's summary was and what their scores were yeah, in, go in absentia. In absentia. Uh, so Kiki... Uh, said uh, she really liked the look of it. Mm. She really loved the fashion. She loved the production design, which is what she's most interested in. She liked some of the soundtrack, but she said, Dad, ultimately, it didn't work for her. And I, don't, I, I think the reason Kiki's opinion really counts is she's almost your target demographic. Yeah. It's a 12 certificate. Yeah. She's quite a sophisticated 13-year-old. I think, you know, she, you know, you need to be working it with her. There were bits she liked, but she gave it a resounding 20 out of 100. Right. Maddie felt... Maddie's a huge music fan, and she mm. said, I love the music, but she said, I felt it was too cynical. It, it was driving the story because it was baggy, like I was saying earlier, that it was kind of, they just were using almost, they almost they almost structured this film based on musical cue points. Yeah, they did. Musical style, they almost musical brought style, another style. And thing as you in... felt the new song coming in, you thought, all right, we're going to race along with this. Yeah, so, yeah, and she true. also gave it 20. Okay. Quite severe scores. On, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's averaging around 67 at the moment, which isn't a resounding success. No. What would you say and give it? Well, I, I gave it more in the car. Now, based on the cynical, uh, cynical. response of the two yes. younger ones. I mean, maybe there was more to like for me because the music, I did like the music and I did like her, Emma Thompson. But I, I, I would give it 50 out of 100. And nearly all of that goes to Emma Thompson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm inclined to agree with you. I, I think I'd give it, I think I'd give it, I think I'll give it 52. And I think you're right. I think it really is worth the ticket admission. For her. For her. Yeah. She, she really relishes it. There's one moment where she kicks a chair that accidentally hits a sort of underling or employee of hers. Yeah. And it's so brilliant the way she deals with people. She's just so... You got horrible. in my way. You got in my way. I mean, she was so good. See, I, I, likewise, I give it 50. I think I'm more... I'm inclined to agree with the times here. Messy, flabby and confused. I was going to say, who who said that? Because mm. I agreed with that. Absolutely. And I just thought, what a laugh. What a shame. And even in the end, the whole idea... And it looked fine in the trailer because we all know Cruella de Vil is yes. part, dark, part, fair. 
But in the end, the end, I got not only got sick of it, but as she walked away, it looked like she'd got a monkey on her shoulder. <laughs> I mean, it, it sort of looked like there was a head and she'd got this big oh, white thing here. Oh, right. It was very well, weird. It's almost like they gave up. Oh, right. Well, we'll take another look at the end then and <laughs> see if there's a monkey on it. Can you tell us if there's a monkey on it? On, uh, well, a white, a white puppy. I didn't realise it. it was nice to find out a little, a little bit of kind of, you know, origin story detail that perhaps her name has. I didn't realise her surname came from the car. Deville, Deville, Deville. Yeah, yeah. that's right. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.